I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There has been a lot of talk about price transparency for patients. But what about price transparency for doctors and clinicians making the treatment decisions? One doctor thinks that's equally as important and could influence treatment decisions. More on this on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, plus news from Friday and what's coming up in healthcare this week. It's Monday, October 7th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. There has been increased pressure for more price transparency as a way to lower healthcare costs. Last year, to comply with government rules, hospitals published their charge masters, the raw charges that are often only starting points in negotiations with insurance companies. But very few people end up paying those amounts, so critics argue it wasn't all that helpful for patients. But the Trump administration is now wanting health systems and insurers to provide actual costs for procedures. It may sound like an obvious and maybe even easy step, but that's not how our healthcare system has worked, and it would be a huge change. Physician and former chief medical officer for a division of HCA, Dick Hamrick, thinks it's a laudable approach, but says it would be more feasible to start on a smaller scale. But maybe the visibility just needs to start with uh, the, the, the men and women that control most of the cost of American health care, and those are people writing prescriptions and writing orders, uh, doctors and nurse practitioners and uh, physician's assistants and, and others. Hamrick recently left his job and was uninsured for a short period of time before his COBRA kicked in and had an eye-opening experience with a prescription medication he's been using for a long time. Uh, during the time when it appeared that I didn't have insurance to the pharmacy, I went to pick up a routine prescription I've been on for many years for a 90-day supply. The bill was $1,300 or it would have been $5,200 annually. As you might imagine, that took my breath away. I was able to go ahead and fill the prescription knowing that I'd be reimbursed for it once the COBRA kicked in, but it placed me squarely in the crosshairs with many thousands of other Americans uh, that have to go through this every day. What can I do about a drug cost like that? Can I afford it? Should I fill it? What are the next steps? And it's interesting that it was still eye-opening to you after being a doctor and a CMO for so many years. Well, first of all, with the total cost, but uh, why was it so different this time for me? It's because it's personal. I was the one that was responsible to the bill. Uh, I can imagine it made me think about what happens to people that don't have insurance or even can't afford a, a copay. And it's really because it's personal. When you're a prescribing doctor or even working within a health system, you're one step removed uh, from what's happening. 
So can you go through a little bit for me, sort of both as your experience as a physician and an administration, how did you see, like when physicians were exposed to costs or other clinicians, how did it affect their decision making or their treatment planning? I think that when uh, physicians are, uh, that if you're working from a basis of trust, that if there is uh, trust between the physician and those presenting the information, that we're really just trying to make the healthcare system better and more efficient, it works pretty well. Doctors gravitate and uh, to the right to the right decision, and there's nothing to be scared about in terms of what things cost. Is is certainly somebody is paying the bill, and you would certainly think that physicians and others who are writing orders uh, and happen to control roughly 80% of the healthcare cost expenditures uh, would be a good place to start. Why do you think physicians or clinicians are shielded from pricing information? Well, the first issue is I don't think technology was readily available that could facilitate getting this information uh, to physicians and other providers on a regular basis. And uh, that enabling technology, I believe, is now available. The second thing is I think we're all in a growing awareness of the cost conundrum that we find ourselves in as a country. And while we've been worried about costs for a long time, it feels like the rubber is really starting to meet the road. There is sort of this overarching, let's make everything price transparency. And there are issues with that. Of course, it would be a huge undertaking. And do you think that maybe there's a a smaller place we can start? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, for a proposal, let's just start with any medication that a quarterly cost is over $1,000 and make that, uh, make that visible. And then I think on the health system side, there's a ton of opportunity to start understanding what things cost uh, and present it into physicians in a way to see, is there a way that we can actually take cost out of a system, but while maintaining the quality of the care? We have found over and over again that if you can reduce unnecessary clinical variation, it actually improves the outcomes and it reduces cost. That was Dr. Dick Hamrick. He's a healthcare advisor and physician specializing in pulmonology and critical care medicine. He's formerly a chief medical officer for a division of HCA. Read more about why he thinks price information is so important for both physicians and patients in making informed healthcare decisions on JustHealthcare.com. Taking a look back at Friday news, with the prospect of the Affordable Care Act being overturned by a panel of appeals judges, there is concern about what will happen to those who gain coverage and protections through the law. A Kaiser Family Foundation analysis estimates more than a quarter of people under 65 have a pre-existing condition and are at risk of being declined by insurance companies for coverage. That would be about 53.8 million people in 2018. The Washington Post is reporting that if the ACA is overturned, the Trump administration plans to ask for a stay and may even try and delay a Supreme Court hearing until after the next election. The ruling on the ACA case is expected any day now, and open enrollment is slated to start in November. Coming up this week in healthcare news, the U.S. Court of Appeals in Washington, D.C. will hear a case about Medicaid work requirements. A handful of states started to implement these this year, but a district court judge overturned waivers for programs in Arkansas, Kentucky, and New Hampshire. The judge ruled the Department of Health and Human Services shouldn't have approved the waivers because they could lead to people losing coverage. The Trump administration appealed and argued the health department considered the impact of coverage loss, but it would be for a small part of the Medicaid population that didn't comply with rules.
Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.